Welcome to A Slob Comes Clean, the podcast. I'm Dana White. I blog at aslobcomesclean.com where I share my personal deslobification process as I figure out ways to keep my own home under control. I share the truth about cleaning and organizing strategies that actually work in real life for real people, people who don't love cleaning and organizing. Okay, um, I am doing today a podcast specifically on five truths about a clean kitchen. Yay. This is podcast number 124. If you ever want to get the show notes to that, just go to aslobcomesclean.com slash podcasts with an S and scroll down through all of the podcast episodes. Speaking of that, I am putting up a video and it will be linked in the show notes. Um, hopefully I'll have it done before I get the podcast actually out, but if, if not, I'll update it in just a little bit. But um, the show notes... I'm sorry, the video will be explaining how to listen to a podcast. Now, I know I'm preaching to the choir here. I totally get that, um, that you guys are listening to a podcast, so you already know. But I am finding again and again and again and again that people just don't even know what a podcast is. And podcast listenership has increased significantly over the last several years. Um, And I'm very pleased with how many people listen to this podcast. But I like I was talking to my niece who I think is 29 and um she was like yeah so what is a podcast again like she doesn't even know so um you know my sister-in-law is in the hospital right now and I downloaded some podcasts onto her phone for her to say hey I really think that these would help you pass the time because she's anyway long story but um, so there's going to be a video explaining how to do that and the purpose of that is for you to show other people um, you know, so that when people say, what, what's a podcast or whatever, um, when you mention my podcast to them, uh, then you can send them this video or share this video or whatever and tag them when I put it on Facebook, whatever, so that you will, um, you know, just be able to explain to them how to do that. The best thing to do is to grab their phone and look up the podcast and say, this is the one right here. I'm going to download this one for you. Does this sound good? You can listen to it and then ask me later how to subscribe if you want to. But anyway, um, just letting you know that. Okay. But I'm talking about five truths about a clean kitchen. Very important. Um, before I do though, let me mention too that I'm also the author of the book, how to manage your home without losing your mind. And that is available wherever books are sold. It is also an audiobook. So if you would like, if you already like to listen because you like podcasts, um, you can listen to that. I believe the audio version is about six hours and 20 minutes. It's me reading it. So it is this voice right here. Sorry if you don't like that. You're welcome if you do. Uh, anyway, and uh, that is available on audible.com. It's available on Barnes and Noble. It's available as a CD or an MP3 or wherever books are sold, audiobooks are sold, that's where you can get it. Okay, and that's called How to Manage Your Home Without Losing Your Mind. It is the guide to you getting your house under control. Okay, so uh, before I get started, I know I keep, keep talking about a bunch of different things, but our sponsor for today's podcast is PrepDish.com. PrepDish is a healthy subscription-based meal planning service that sends you an email every week with three things. A grocery list, a written plan for prepping your meals for the week all at once ahead of time and the recipes with instructions for cooking the meals on the night that you eat them. You spend one to three hours on one day getting the prep work for the entire week's meals done. Each week, 
has a plan that is specifically designed to have a one hour prep session in case that's your concern. In today's podcast, I'm talking specifically about truths about a clean kitchen. Doing all the prep work for the week on one day means that the mess on the nights you actually cook those meals will be less. Yay for less mess during the week. Allison, the founder of Prep Dish, is offering listeners of A Slob Comes Clean a free a free two-week trial so you can try it out. Check out prepdish.com slash a slob comes clean, all one word, to access this amazing deal. Again, that's prepdish.com slash a slob comes clean. Okay, so let's talk about the five truths. Not that there's only five truths, but let's talk about five truths of a keeping a clean kitchen. Okay. Here's the deal. I wrote a post about this quite a while ago, probably a year or so, maybe two years. Um, and <clears throat> I might have been a little bit, um, spiteful is not the right word, but, um, kind of on my high horse a little bit on my soapbox when I wrote this post. And, um, he- here's the deal. Y- y'all know I have a Facebook page and there's like 168,000 people on there and that's awesome and great and wonderful. Um, And generally, I'm amazed that it is the sweetest, most supportive and loving and kind and non-judgmental community that I've ever seen on Facebook. But anyway, so I have this Facebook page. Well, when I put something up there about a dishwasher, like running my dishwasher or emptying the dishwasher or just mentioning the word dishwasher in any format or context, somebody always has to say something about it. And usually it's something like, well, that would be so great if I had a dishwasher. I mean, they don't say it like that, but that's how I read it. Or, hmm, must be nice to have a dishwasher. Or my dishwasher, my dishwashers are on the end of my arms or, you know, things like that. Or my dishwasher is six feet tall and has a beard or whatever. People like to say things because it is a moment um, of poor little me. And I get it. I mean, I have lived without a dishwasher and I have lived with a dishwasher. And, um, if you've ever listened to the podcast before, you pretty much know that having a dishwasher or not having a dishwasher, my kitchen was always a disaster before I started this desloppification process that I started back in 2009. Um, the dishwasher was not the issue. That's the spoiler alert to all of this. Okay. The routine was the issue, not the dishwasher, or the lack of a dishwasher, but the routine period. That's just the truth. Okay. And you know, I know people who actually have dishwashers and never use it and their dishes are always clean, like always clean because they have a routine. And I have a friend who did not have a dishwasher for years and years and years Her kitchen was always clean. I'm telling you, it always looked great. She got a dishwasher and it completely threw her off because she was putting her focus on the fact that she had a dishwasher to do all that work and missing the routine part of that and finding the new rhythm and finding the routine. Okay. So this, yes, I'm being a little bit snarky on this issue of people always being like, well, that must be nice. I mean, the truth is I have a dishwasher and so that's how I refer to it. Um, but if you don't, there are still just some basic principles about a clean kitchen and about a messy kitchen 
that apply whether you have a dishwasher or not. So that's what I'm talking about. Is my preachiness over? I have no idea. We'll see. Okay. So, um, here's the deal. Here are the five truths. Number one, dirty dishes defy mathematical logic, whether or not I am using my dishwasher or I am hand washing. Okay. Dishes math. I talk about that in my book, how to manage your home without losing your mind. I talk a lot about dishes math because dishes math defies logic. Okay. There is no actual on paper way to at least, I mean, I'm sure there could be if you really were that super nerdy, but anyway, um, you know, it doesn't make sense. And that was a big part of my problem pre-blog, pre-deslobification process for me was I like to think things through and I like to be so super logical and predict the future according to these are the facts. I'm going to put these facts together and I am going to present this is the answer. And so I would, I like to come up with that before I actually started doing the dishes, you know, so Dirty dishes math does not work that way. And let's just be honest, there's a lot of things in life that just don't work that way. But you would think with dishes, it's a tangible thing. Numbers are whatever mathematicians would say about them, whatever. Anyway, the dirty dishes math defies logic, okay? And what that means is one day's worth of dishes takes 10 minutes. I don't blame you if you don't believe me. If you're new around here, I get that. But for me, I didn't know it took only 10 minutes to do one day's worth of dishes because I never did one day's worth of dishes. I always waited for them to pile up to be enough for me to justify doing the dishes. That didn't work. Okay. Because here's the thing. One day's worth of dishes takes 10 minutes. Two days worth of dishes does not take 20 minutes. Okay. It takes an hour. And it's the same phenomenon, whether you have a dishwasher or you don't have a dishwasher. Okay. When you have a dishwasher, which is a word that the more I say it, the more I realize how strange it sounds, but whatever. When you have a dishwasher, one day's worth of dishes takes 10 minutes because it's putting the dishes into the dishwasher and turning it on. It's then the next morning, this is the key step, which I'll talk about in a minute, is putting those away, okay? It's getting those dishes in there and and doing that. Hand washing, I have a post on um, where I timed myself. Now, granted, I used paper plates, and I know that made one person just so angry, but everybody else was like, yeah, we get it. We actually, you know, I assume that was a drive-by who doesn't know what it is that I do. But um, I timed myself while we were up at um, my parents' lake house one week. I timed myself doing the dishes every day. How long does it take for me to do the dishes just one meal's worth again and again and again? And even when we made fairly you know, messy meals like bacon and eggs and all that kind of stuff. Um, it basically took me about 10 minutes or less every time to do the dishes and plates were the easiest thing in the first place anyway. So, um, you know, it, it was very quick for me to do that, but when I leave it one day, well now with a dishwasher, it doesn't take 10, 20 minutes because it's more than one load's worth. 
So there is the filling up the dishwasher and having to finagle and adjust and move and rearrange to get as much as I can in there. And there's still some left over. So I run the dishwasher, but then I also have to hand wash the things. And then I have to move things around and it just does not take 20 minutes. It takes an hour, two days worth of dishes with hand washing. One day's worth of dishes has the routine. It's a manageable amount. It can go generally through one, um, you know, depending on how messy the cooking part of it was or whatever, it can go through, you know, one pan full of dishwater, dish pan full of dishwater. Um, but when I get into two days worth of dishes, well, there's the moving things around on the counter that like, I know that sounds like it's not something that would add time, but it's amazing. There's the shifting of the things and then moving this here. And I don't really have room to actually work. And then now my dishwater, dishwater is so dirty that I have to change it in between and that, and it takes an hour. So dishes, and then we go into the three days worth of dishes takes hours because now there is no room to move around. There's no room to get done what you need to do. You're either going to run multiple loads of the dishwasher, which modern dishwashers take like three and four hours to run. And so that's not even going to happen, you know, getting through all of that quickly. Um, so it just, it does not, meet up with what you would assume, what I had assumed how dishes would work. You know, I said, well, every time I do the dishes, it takes me hours. So if I was to do them every day, that must mean that it would take me an hour every single day. Well, I don't have an hour every single day to devote to dishes. This is what I would think in my head where the reality was once I actually did the dishes every single day, I realized, oh, they're so quick to do when I do them every single day, when I'm only doing one day's worth of dishes. Okay. Does that make sense? All right. Next point is there are always, this is true, whether or not I have a dishwasher or I don't have a dishwasher. Okay. There are always 60 things I'd rather do at any given moment than clean the kitchen. That's a fact. Whether I have a dishwasher or not, it's a fact. I would rather do something else. I don't need to explain a lot of that. Just know that after the first week of a new dishwasher, I mean, the first week is going to be exciting and wonderful, but cleaning the kitchen goes back to being a dreaded chore. Okay. So if you don't have a dishwasher and you're like, it would be fun and it would be exciting if I had a dishwasher, then I would enjoy doing the dishes. Sure you would for the first week, but you know, everything loses its wonderfulness and its novelty because that's just the reality of life. And so it would go back to being a dreaded chore and acknowledging that for me was helpful. Realizing, you know what? Now I will tell you, I actually like my hands in warm soapy water, but I still dread the chore of doing the dishes. It's always going to be something I dread that I'm going to have to do. And realizing that I am not working toward a point where I go, I love doing the dishes. I love cleaning my kitchen. This is so much fun. When I realized that's probably never going to happen. And so I'm going to stop waiting for that to be the reason why I do my dishes. And instead going from, oh, well, I know from experience that um, dishes math 
adds up exponentially and I'd rather go ahead and tackle it now while it's 10 minutes than wait till tomorrow when I waste basically 40 minutes where I shouldn't have had to even spend any time on that because the 10 minutes today plus 10 minutes tomorrow and then I'm actually spending an hour and that anyway, whatever. Okay. So let's see. Number three, putting dishes away is as important as washing them. I know. Okay. So my friend Aaliyah of premeditated leftovers, which I personally think is the coolest blog name ever. Anyway, premeditated leftovers.com. She has, she was someone who read my book, um, before I turned it into the publisher. This is like well over a year ago. Cause that's such a long process, but she had read the book and she made me feel better, you know, like, Oh yeah, I love it. Whatever. Anyway. So she's been practicing the principles in the book for well over a year. And the thing that she brings up in conversation again and again and again is the fact that she can't believe the difference that it makes in her overall feeling about her house and how her house looks and whether it feels like it's cleaned and under control or not, the difference from simply actually putting the dishes away. She was, she's a food blogger. And so she is constantly cooking and she's constantly doing dishes. And she was like, I had to keep up with my dishes. I had no choice. I had to keep them clean, but I didn't put them away. And she didn't realize until she kind of Till she read the book and got the whole understanding process, you know, through her brain, she was like that, I call it procrastinator. It's stuff that's out there. And I'm like, well, yeah, eventually I'm going to get to that. Um, you know, eventually we're going to use all the clean dishes out of the dishwasher and, uh, you know, then it'll be done. So why bother right now with doing that when eventually it's going to have to happen? Um, that's procrastinator. She's like, I didn't realize how much that procrastinator really affected my overall home and how it looks. And so that putting away is still part of the routine. Okay. So with a dishwasher, it's a matter of in the morning, putting away all the dishes or whenever it is, that's part of your routine. Cause whenever you do it is fine. Um, but you know, having that time when you unload the dishwasher so that throughout the day, things can go into the dishwasher instead of going into the sink, instead of having that procrastination station of the sink where they pile up and they get more overwhelming and they're harder to deal with instead, just sticking them straight into the dishwasher. Okay. Where same thing goes with hand washing. That is something that really amazes me when I am hand washing for a week at a time. Um, that it's equally important for me to empty the dish drainer even if my dish drainer is just a towel that I've spread across the counter, okay, that I've laid the dishes on. It's still really important because for some reason, psychologically, when that dish drainer or when that towel spread on the counter is empty, it's easier for me to start washing dishes because I don't have to do something first, okay? If I will empty the dish drainer, if I will put those dishes away, then the next meal or the next, you know, evening, if that's what I'm going to do all my dishes in the, is in the evening, then the next time I need to do that, I don't have to do something first. There is something psychological to me about, oh, I have to do this. Okay. It's time to do the dishes. before I do the dishes, I have to empty the dish drainer. And that was the way it was because I would just leave things in the dish drainer and not put them away 
because I didn't have to put them away right then. So yes, it makes my house look neater when they're put away, but it also just gives me this when it's time to do the dishes, I don't need one more ugh, or one more excuse to put that off even longer or to say, I just don't have time right now. There is something about, about it psychologically when I can just jump in and start doing the dishes right away that makes me that much more likely to actually do the dishes again. And when I don't have to first empty the dish drainer or put away the dishes that are laying on that towel, then I'm just able to jump into washing the dishes. Because I I think part of that is my, in my brain, I'm like, oh, I got to go wash the dishes. Well, somehow that putting dishes away from the last time is psychologically a separate task, even though it's all related. And then I go, oh, I can't wash the dishes because I have to do this first because I have to have somewhere to put the, um, the dishes that I'm going to be washing. So there's, it's just amazing how much easier that is. Or when I, when it's my dishwasher and for some strange reason, I, all of the dishes are in the sink instead of in the dishwasher throughout the day. Um, if that dishwasher is empty, then I can go in and it's like, okay, to know that I can just get started instead of having to do this other strangely separate task first. Okay. So there's just, it's a psychological component that is legit. It exists. I promise. Okay. Um, the other thing too is, um, you know, when that dish drainer, when the dishwasher is empty, it's like my brain is just so much more triggered to put one dish at a time in there. Okay. When this, when the dish drainer, when the dishwasher is empty and the sink is empty, then one dish, as I go toward the sink, it's just natural. For some reason that just triggers the actual action in me to go ahead and stick it in the dishwasher. Same thing when the dish drainer is empty throughout the day, then if I have one plate here and there or one glass or something, I am so much more likely to when I, when it's not just kind of this massive stuff, it's not like I stand there and analyze and think through all this, but there's something about the visual of there being a bunch of stuff over at the sink makes me just kind of stick that in the sink where when I go over there and it's a clear empty space, then I am so much more triggered to go. And I'm not using triggered like the teenagers are, teenagers are super into this word triggering. Anyway, it drives me crazy. Um, but I, it does, it triggers something in my brain to look at that and say, okay, this is a clear space. I'd like it to stay clear because I like it clear. And so that just motivates me to go ahead and wash that single plate or that single, um, cup. Make sense. Okay. Um, Number four, one day's worth of dishes requires less energy to do and less elbow grease. In case you don't know what elbow grease is, your grandma probably said that phrase. It is not something you buy in the store, I promise. It is um, muscle power. Elbow grease is muscle power. Like you're actually having to put a little more muscle into it. Um, One day's worth of dishes, whether you are hand washing or you are running it through the dishwasher, is easier to do because they've only been dirty for 24 hours. Okay. Or less when hypothetically, but not hypothetically in my pre-deslobification life, um, when I would wait for several days 
to do the dishes until I piled up to where I had to do the dishes. Well, then I would end up in a situation where I would be washing something that had had whatever stuck to it for 72 hours. And it's a lot harder to get stuff off when it's been stuck to it for 72 hours. You know, it's kind of like when you occasionally randomly do wash a dish immediately and you go, that was so easy to wash. I didn't even have to scrub it at all because it basically rinsed off because it was just very freshly on there. Um, one day's worth of dishes is a whole lot easier to hand wash because there's a lot less scraping and scrubbing and soaking that has to be done. Okay. That's how I won the pre-wash war with my husband. And this was when I had a very old, not that great dishwasher. Um, my husband and I had always fussed, bantered, discussed this issue of pre-washing. He was a pre-washer. I was anti-pre-washing. If I'm going to have a dishwasher, why in the world would I pre-wash? Um, and then he would, you know, prove his point because he's like, hello, this right here is still has stuff on it and it went through the dishwasher. So I'd rather do it now. So that doesn't happen. And I'm like, well, just run it through again and eventually it'll come off. Um, but I started winning the pre-wash war, even with my old dishwasher, because I ran it every single day and things did not have the time to actually stay stuck on there. And my husband's like, oh, okay. So see where that's the routine that makes the dishwasher actually work better is not waiting and just randomly doing it. Sometimes it's one day's worth. Sometimes it's five days worth, whatever, but going ahead and doing the dishes every single night. And that meant that things did not have as much time to get stuck on there. Okay. I also have to say this really quick, but, um, cause I know Marlena, um, who's over on the Facebook page, uh, you know, had mentioned she got a new dishwasher or got a dishwasher for the first time and had never had one before. Um, I will just tell you, you got to get the tablets. You got to get the little pods or tablets or whatever of dishwashing stuff Buy the more expensive dishwashing liquid, not dishwashing liquid. I'm sorry. Buy the more expensive pods and tablets because those are the ones that work the best. I talked about that in another podcast, dishwashing strategies. Anyway, Okay. Um, number five, this is going back to the routine part of it. Removing the decision of waiting until and deciding it's time to clean the kitchen, as opposed to just removing that decision and saying, I have to do my dishes every night, no matter what. That is key for my personality type. This is a truth about a clean kitchen for me. If I let myself make the decision on a daily basis, I make the wrong decision again and again and again and again. I can't make my, let myself make that decision every day. The decision has been removed. Okay. That's the habit part of things. It's not that, oh, I did the dishes and I didn't even realize I was doing them. No, the habit comes in when I have removed the decision. I don't have to make this decision. I just know. If I want my house to be under control, if I want my kitchen to be clean, I have to do my dishes every single day. Okay. So that removing the decision is key for my personality, which has nothing to do with whether or not I have a dishwasher. It's that I need it to be 
a routine that does not require me to make a decision about the the validity or the a benefit of that routine every day. No, it's a routine. It's just the way it is. I'm not smarter than the dishes. I always thought I was smarter than the dishes. I wouldn't have said that because I didn't realize that's what I was doing. But I always thought I was smarter than the dishes. Okay, that's just the truth. I don't get to think about it. I don't get to reason or rationalize or anything like that. It's just my reality. I need to have this decision removed and just say this. So those are things that are overall concepts about a clean kitchen, regardless of what your unique um, perks or hardships are within your kitchen. Do you have a dishwasher? Whether or not you do, all of these things still apply. And I know this from experience because I've had to live it. I still live it on a daily basis. Okay. Um, and the bonus reason is, um, a clean kitchen makes my life easier. And every time a clean kitchen makes my life easier because I can go in and just start cooking and I don't have to do anything first. You know, that's that whole, if I have something to do before I can start doing that, if I have to wash a couple of pots and pans in an overly full sink anyway, before I can even start cooking, I'm that much less likely to cook. Okay. But every time I go in and I can just start cooking, it's like that builds a little bit in me that motivates me the next time to make sure that I don't neglect this routine. You know, that kind of inspiring myself by coming in and going, Oh, it was so much easier to do the, so easy to the, so easy to do the dishes today because I didn't have to do anything else first. And because it was only one day's worth and that just, it really does build on itself. No, I will never get to the point where I don't realize I'm doing the dishes and I know I will never have to, you know, I will never have a time where, you know, I don't have to say, okay, it's time to do the dishes. I have to do this. This is my, not a decision, blah, blah, blah. Um, that that's just my reality. But every time I do it right, I'm encouraged to continue doing that because I know the feeling that comes from having done it right. And I like that feeling and I want to give myself that feeling again. Okay. All right. I hope that that made sense. There's a couple of things before I go that I did want to talk to you about. Um, this was podcast number 124. Again, there's going to be show notes. And in that I will have, um, the video of how to listen to a podcast. I may actually put that on a slob comes slash podcasts with an S just so that you can refer to people, refer people to that easily. Um, but I also wanted to let you know that, um, I was on the simple show. I've recommended the simple show before as a podcast that a lot of you I think would like. If you're new around here and you haven't listened to all of them, you haven't listened to the one where I recommended it. Uh, the podcast host is Tish Oxenrider. It's actually, um, she doesn't do monologues the way that I do. She does conversations with people. She has three co-hosts that are on there every single month. And then once a month, she'll have somebody else. And I was her guest last week. So that was really fun. Not last week. I think it came out on February 22nd and I'm behind anyway. But, uh, that was really fun because it's a podcast that I've listened to for years. And it's one that I've been subscribed to for a long time. And that I always, you know, are like, 
I'm always thinking, oh, yay, as soon as it comes through my feed that it's showed up. Um, anyway, so that is a um, something for you to go listen to if you'd like to hear um, kind of some of my backstory, which I've talked about before, but um, I had a really fun conversation with her. And so it's called The Simple Show. You can look, I will link to it in the show notes here, but you can look it up in iTunes, The Simple Show, or you can go to thesimpleshow.com, I believe. It's episode 60. She used to have another podcast titled something else and then had to change it. And so um, that's why she only has 60, but she's actually got way more episodes than that in her other podcast that she had had before. And the title of it is actually A Slob Comes Clean. I know that since then they have done, she and one of her regular co-hosts has done a podcast on um, or have done a podcast on cleaning spring cleaning and decluttering so you might think oh that's Dana well that one's not me um I'm sure it's good to listen to but uh, mine is actually titled a slob comes clean so anyway um thanks for listening you guys and I will oh before I go too um I am going to be in New York City on March 26th and 27th Um, I'm actually going to be speaking speaking at the Tinton Falls, New Jersey library on Monday, March 27th. So if you are anywhere near that, I would love it if you would make plans to come and I would love to get to meet you. And, um, it's not going to be a huge thing. Um, it's, you know, at the library, so it's free and everything. Um, but I would love to meet you there and, um, possibly looking into doing a meetup in New York city on the evening of the 26th. Although I will be on world news now again, and they film that, I think they'll come get me at 10 o'clock at night. So it would have to be kind of, you know, early evening, not like we would go all night anyway, (laughs) but, um, I'll need some time to get ready for that. But just so you know, I will be up there. And so if you are anywhere near that area and you're interested in that, send me an email at a slob comes clean at gmail.com or, um, yeah, or just contact me wherever. And I'll make sure that I put you on the list of people to get that information to. So thanks for joining me and I will talk to you guys next week. Bye.